This week on Nintendo Main, trust the fungus. Python pizza. Yeah, I'll have the Koopa special. Pterodactyl tail on that? Yes. Dino. Lizard. Hold the mammal. No worms. And spicy. I got two words for you. Impossible. Welcome to Nintendo Main episode 122. This is one and then there's two twos after it. That's what that number is. This is your place for Nintendo, Nintendo games, and Nintendo related things, which we're going to talk about today. But first, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Trey Pudgy Buns Johnson. I'm Jeremy Walk the Dinosaur Murkowski. I'm John Butt Breath Knitter. Ooh, I wouldn't call myself that. I guess I'm Pudgy Buns, so it's close. Pudgy Buns, Butt Breath. A lot of butt stuff going on in this. There's a lot, a whole lot of stuff going on in uh, Super Mario Brothers. The movie, which we're talking about because it's like the 25th anniversary, yeah. according to IMDb, says that it, that it premiered May 28th, which is Monday of next week. So we're there. We made it 1993 to now. Wow. 25 years. For... 93. What a year for movies. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that... that in our second half, because there's another movie that was also terrible that came out that year, but also was a direct influence on it. Stay tuned for the second half of our show, and we'll talk about that. But first, let's do uh, what we always do, talk about games we've been playing and news. Let's do games first. Um, I'll go. Uh, I bought a new game last night, and Jeremy and I, we played it for YouTube, for you on YouTube. You can watch it. It's pretty hilarious. I'm, just, I'm still not really sure if it was a good purchase or not, but I had fun with it. But I ended up buying a Disco Dodgeball remix on Nintendo that Switch. That sounds fun. That's my... Uh, it's a, it's a first-person dodgeball deathmatch game online sort of thing. It actually yeah. kind of reminds me... Another one? Jeez. It, it kind of reminds me of a of a N64 game almost. Like, thinking about it, it's like, man, I could have seen this coming out in the 90s. Like, it's still kind of along the lines of... Do you remember that Turok game that, like, had no single player and it was all just multiplayer? It kind of reminds me of that, like the same sort of thing where it's like, let's make a game that's just like all where you just play against other people. Because there's like a single player mode in it, but that's basically what it is. It's just you playing a single player deathmatch thing, but not online, you know? Right. You're like fighting waves. But it seems like it's very much trying to be, I don't know, what, like a Rocket League mixed with, what the fuck is that Warcraft game that everybody plays? The the Blizzard game. Overwatch. Overwatch, Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like it's like kind of like Overwatch meets uh, Rocket League, I guess. Because there's like you know there's a boost you can like jump over ramps and stuff. Uh, there is there's like a basketball mode in there that Jeremy and I played. It's uh it, it kind of got long and sort of boring because you can't make baskets as quick as you can kill people. And we had like a 15 kill count on it, so it ended up at, at lasting way longer than it should have. But in its regard, uh, it's probably like the only two player split screen first person thing on the Switch right now. So <laughs> it's got that, that going for it. I kind of wanted to do it just to do some fun local multiplayer and it's only like 11 bucks it's not expensive so i didn't really feel bad about getting it but it's a weird i think i actually had the most fun when we did the one-on-one even though it was boring oh it was was just two of us dodging around the tunnels trying to hit each other yeah they're they're these weird like the characters sort of look like those guys from uh 
uh, I think I, foosball. Yeah, foosball. Yeah, they. Look yeah, like, I think they kind of look like uh, claptrap from Borderlands. Is what it kind of reminded me of. Yeah, kind of. They look. Yeah, they look like little foosball claptrap guys. But you can like. Or like Rosie from the Jetsons without arms. Yeah, you can put like a tiny little face on them. So, and I guess we were doing the two player, and all you can really do is like random, or and it'll just randomly pick a face. But I found one that was the face was the hockey mask from uh, was basically Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. So uh, as I was like running around the maze chasing Jeremy on the video, I'm making like Friday the Thirteenth noises through all of it. So it's pretty great. I'd like sneak up on it and be like. That. And he's like, it's, it's scary. I mean, <laughs> you you were afraid of my Jason opposing. guy that I had, yeah. But and uh, yeah, his name was Mike, so it was really confusing. I'm like, is this, uh, Mike Myers or <laughs> yeah, Jason? Mike? Yeah, it's a weird game. I mean, if you're into kind of weird games and uh, and you like like first person shooters, I mean, it's okay. It's it was made by the same guys who do that pinball game that we've been playing. Like it was made by the the dudes who do pinball the pinball um, guys. Yeah, the guys who make the cool ones, like the Back to the Future and the Marvel ones and all that. It was by that same company, so. It's like a real company, but it's just a weird, bizarre game. But hey, it's on the Switch. You know, everything. It reminded on, me also yeah. a little bit, just in like visual presentation, a little bit of Boom Blocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Oh, no, yeah. no, they do kind of look like they the little. Bring that back. They look like the little block characters from, from mm-hmm. that game, very much so. But yeah, they're kind of like, they're like unicycle robot things. And you basically go find a ball and you throw it at somebody else. And there's power ups you can get. There's like homers and like, there's a boomerang thing where the ball will come back to you after you throw it you can get a jetpack where you can kind of like fly around so like there's there's a bunch of different stuff and you can kind of like you can almost like golden eye it you can like put like big heads in there and like one hit kills and like all that shit you can like go through there and just modify your rooms and make everything all wacky and all that so if you're looking for a super super simple first person deathmatch online thing that's cheap it's worth it i guess it was kind of one of those games that was too weird that I just kind of had to try it out, you know. And plus, it was I, worth a try. And I thought it looked fun from the video, so it's kind of like I don't know if you want to see it, if you want to play like a dumb a dummy down a uh, first person shooter esque type thing that kind of makes you feel it, it 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 makes you feel like you're in like David Buster's or like one of those places that has laser tag. It's like kind of like that. Like that's what the that's what all the maps look like. And there's all this. Oh, what did I say when we were streaming? Oh, I said it reminded me of Rock and Bowl. Did you ever go to any of those Rock and Bowl things with the uh, black light and the light up bowling balls? It's basically like that, but in first person shooter form, and uh, with an amazing dubstep soundtrack. Also, <laughs> right, it's not all dubstep, but there is definitely <laughs> a lot of it is. There is, and I don't think there's any sort of disco stuff whatsoever. I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> but you are throwing. Just a, it looks like a discotheque. Well, I mean, you are throwing the the balls that you use look like disco balls, so. I'll give it that. They're like they're like the silver reflective things, so it does it does look like that. So maybe that's where disco the whole disco dodgeball thing comes from. But yeah, it's an interesting weird game. It released on Tuesday and it was one of those things that looked too bizarre just to pass up. But I think that was all I got for this week. But I know that Jeremy got a thing that you wanted me to remind you. Yeah. Remind you uh, about it. Yeah, if you, if you forgot me. about it. Yeah. yeah. So I went to yeah I went to Toy Du Jour in Chicago. Ooh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll someday interview the guy from there. But uh. That's an aside. But uh, yeah, Trey bought that as well. Trey it's bought a, a lot of stuff. Thing on a on a bike. I don't know what the bike is called. It's a Sky Cycle is what it's called. That's oh, from the Sky Cycle. But yeah, no, yeah. I bought I bought a thing toy. I I bought I mean that's that's not video game related, but I did spend a hundred dollars at a toy store uh, two days ago. But 
They get they well, yeah. Get, they I get got same really cool toys. I spent ten dollars. Would you get uh, ten dollars? I bought a uh, twelve and one. Or what was it? Twenty one and one Game Boy Advance game. I mean, I could twenty one and one. I'm yeah. gonna go grab it real quick. Yeah, it had a apparently. You know, it has a sticker on the front. It says twenty one and one. It showed like three random pictures. I think there's a picture of like Mickey Mouse and like a car racing game and another thing. So this is a total bootleg thing. I think so. It's got to be. I don't know. But the uh, we asked the guy who owns the place. He was there, and, he, and Jeremy's like, "What games are on there?" And he's like, uh, "I don't know." <laughs> so he's kind of like, oh, "I guess I gotta buy it and try it out." But I did. I lent. I lent my uh, Game Boy Advance to Jeremy so he could try it out. And we thought about streaming it, but you lost interest in it in about thirty seconds. So I didn't think it was worth the effort on that. <laughs> you know. So, but uh, I we were making jokes about it on the way home. About, like, you know, that it would have, like, this gold mine of all these games that people want. Like, Mother 3 would be on there. They'd have, like, they, they'll have, like, the English translation. Yeah, we end up talking about Mother 3. Of Secret of Mana 2, you know, and all this other stuff. And I thought it'd be funny to, like, throw all these games that everybody wants that, like, were never released, like, put them on there on one of those, like, the, you know, 21 and so, 1 yeah. things. Yeah, so this is definitely a bootleg card. It's, you probably, I don't know how well you can see that. It's probably blurry, but the, the label itself is very blurry. Mm. Um, yeah, it looks like it it's was got, printed or something. So it's got this GT Racer Advance, which is like this um, Mode 7 slash slightly polygonal early release uh, racing game for the Game Boy Advance. And then everything else on it is uh, from fa- the Famicom. So it's all... So 20 of the games are NES games, and one is the Game Boy Advance game. But yeah, it's uh, something else. Like when you flip through it, yeah, it can't be it can't be a real game, right? Like that's not a licensed no. game. I don't no think way. you can't really hear. It can't be. I don't know if you can hear that, but yeah, when it plays the music as you're cycling through it. Yeah, it's very much. It reminds me a lot of that Bit Boy thing that you got me. It's almost exactly like the Bit Boy. It's just yeah. less games because mm-hmm. they're they're all obviously the Japanese version of the games. The funniest thing that's on here is the Game Genie. Oh yeah, there's a game genie on there the too. Game genie's on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but obviously I can't use it with anything that's on it's there. It's in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh no, it's just backwards because of my camera. Mm. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's got a uh, a lot of shitty games on it. But I only paid ten dollars for it, and I w- I kind of wanted to own a bootleg. Like, a, I think I already own a bootleg game, uh, Final Fantasy Advance, but or mm. Final Fantasy Six Advance. But oh, you think the one? I you, also yeah. think yeah. I think this is definitely a bootleg. Yeah, because you think the one that you ordered might have been fake. Because it's, I hear that there's a lot of that going on in, in eBay it's or whatever fake. you can find. I'm almost positive it's fake based yeah. on some videos I watched. Because apparently um, a lot of a lot of the Pokemon cartridges that you see are fakes. When I heard a lot of people are, you know, just because those games still sell for a lot, a lot of people have been making their own with ROMs and just selling them. I kind of I kind of want to open this up and see what's inside of it. Not that I'm going to understand it, but I wonder if they use like a. Yes, it doesn't even have a screw on it. Mm. Oh, yeah, it does. It's just covered with the label. Yeah. But I kind of wonder if it's just like a flash card in there. Maybe I can change it out or something like that, you know? Because I know some of these bootleg carts you get are are exactly that. They're just like the flash carts with like a little SD card in it. And if that's true, I could use it as as an emulator for my Game Boy. Oh, sure. Yeah, if you could figure out how to take it apart and put good games in there (laughs) instead Mm -hmm. of like... Whatever random NES ones are in there, but it was ten bucks. I wanted to buy mm. something at that toy store because I hadn't been there for a couple of years, and yeah, they're a cool place. And yeah, that's great. It was place. kind of fun to see some of the stuff they had posted on Instagram in real life because that's the first time that's happened that I've gone in there where I'm like, hey, I recognize that from somewhere. Oh wait, I saw it on Instagram. Oh yeah, no, I did too. They had these Fantastic Four dolls, like with actual like clothes and stuff. Because I had seen a box that said Mister Fantastic on it, and I was like, oh, what was that? And that was there, but I didn't get it. It was too. Yeah, I don't know. It was too like Barbie doll ish for me to get. And it was probably expensive because it was older, but 
But yeah, I found a lot of old uh, '90s toys there that I that I like. So I kind of he, he he said that he thought of me when he bought them. So <laughs> I mean, he might he might have bought them. Oh, well, he who, who knows? He might have bought them for me because I. Well, ever since I first started going in there, I would buy a lot of those like old '90s Marvel, like Fantastic Four or Spider-Man toys or whatever, and I would be like, "Hey, uh, you should get more of these because I'll buy more." And I've and I don't know how much I've probably spent like three hundred dollars there now on on all those toys. So he kind of knows that there's a plus. There's sort of a niche market for that. I think it's probably not just me who's buying them, but I do buy up like pretty much everyone he has whenever I come in there. So, but yeah, it's a cool place. Um, yeah, when we were talking about like having games hidden on there, like Mother Three and all that. Well, Justin, Jeremy, and I were talking about like how cool it would be. I mean, I'm surprised Nintendo isn't doing this, or maybe they are. But why don't they put something like why don't they like put something like Mario Three on their online service, or, or like put something like Mother Three? I mean, on their online service, Mother, like, yeah, something that people the thing really that people like want. They know they've been begging for it. Why don't yeah. just throw it out there? I I agree. Well, why don't they like yeah, just put it put it behind the paywall of their online service and be like, hey. You remember when you like wanted all these games to come over here to be localized? Well, here they are. You know, I think that would get everybody to buy it if they're like, "Oh yeah, mo- by the way, Mother Three will be on here, and you can only play it if you get this like year year long, or you become part of whatever their online service is called." You know, I'm like surprised they're not doing that, like putting some sort of thing on there that you can't get anywhere else. You know, like like Jeremy was saying, like what they did with the Super Nintendo Classic. You know, with like Star Fox Two being like, "Hey, this is the mm-hmm. only way you can play Star Fox Two like legally is by doing this." Yeah, be a smart move. I've always kind of felt like for those super kind of maybe niche games that. People are very passionate about, but they haven't released, and people people want them. Like for as far as digital downloads, like I mean, I I, I can't imagine why you wouldn't release those. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's not like you have you know stock that you have to pay for to put on a retail shelf. Yeah, you're paying for just the cost of you know as far as I know, just the cost of uh, you know translating the game and and yeah. Well, it's a local it yeah. a little bit, but once it's out yeah. there, it's out there, and like. Mm-hmm. Not doing any harm. Yeah, they can't uh, cost that much to have it on a server. So I don't know. Yeah, I remember how mad I was. It was like right before the Smash Brothers on Wii came out. But I remember how mad I was when they said that Mother Three wasn't coming out here. But we were getting the Lucas character on there, and I remember you were like, "Oh, he's Lucas from the Wizard," and I'm like, "I don't care." Mother 3 yeah. is not coming out. Fuck them. Like, I was so pissed that they were just not going to release it here because I had watched all the shit of it online and I had been following all the news story. And I was like, oh, that looks great. I'm like, I'll play it on whatever system it comes out on. And it never did. But uh, Jess got one on Etsy. She basically got a, a, tra- a fan translation, like in the form of a Game Boy Advance cartridge that somebody made. And she played through all of that. So if we ever oh, cool. if that game ever comes out she can come on the show and talk about it you know cuz but it's a yeah i don't think she liked it as much as mother 2 cuz it's not really an uplifting game it's kind of more depressing it's kind of more about like how money destroys everything in the end <laughs> you know it's not as <laughs> it's not as quirky and fun as and bizarre as earthbound is so it's kind of like you know she, I mean, it I, starts out really dark from the little amount that I played on mm-hmm. the emulator. Like, yeah. I was like, whoa, this is dark. Yeah, like a main character like dies like in the very beginning of it, and main dude's brother gets stolen, and it's kind of it's it's weird, and it's a uh, I was a uh, I know Jess was telling me like she feels like once everybody's like begging from other three, but she feels like once it comes out, and everybody plays it, they might end up being kind of disappointed by it in the end because it doesn't really doesn't have the same feeling as mother too but whatever i mean more power to the creator he had a different idea for it and people still should be able to play it but it's my short Mar- uh, mother three rant there but yeah did you did you get anything else this week i don't think i did other than the dodgeball well no 
I mean, I got, I did buy, I bought Super Burger Time, and uh, what was the other game I got? Oh, oh yeah, the uh, I forgot to mention last week, but Baseball Stars actually came out finally. Oh, one, yeah. of, one of them did. Baseball Stars Saw Professional that. did. I hadn't played that one. I only played Baseball Stars two, but Jeremy and I played it last night, and uh, we had a pretty I high. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a high scoring game. It was like what, like twenty to eighteen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, because we were scoring because we were getting a lot of home runs, but it was fairly close mm-hmm. because it kept like. I don't know. It, the tides kept kind of turning, but once you got way ahead of me, you stayed ahead of me. Yeah, but you like you like got really ahead of me in the first like inning. Like you got like seven runs, yeah. but that's kind of like that. You know, it's pretty easy to, you know, it's like most of those old baseball games. If you're not really good in the outfield, you can really get you can get scored on a lot. Like if you get your bases mm-hmm. loaded and just keep running people in. If you can't catch the ball quick enough, it'll be like you could let. That's what happens to me against a computer all the time. But, but if you like Ken Griffey Jr. at all, like Ken Griffey Jr. is pretty much ripped from those games. Like it's exact same gameplay, like same classic style. Like there's no actual teams in there, but nobody cares. They're all like made up teams. There's like a, like I was playing like what was it, the Celestials or something? Or my whole my team was all Greek gods, celestial so like, bodies. Yeah, celestial bodies. So like Apollo and like. Uh, and like Zeus and and all of them, they're all they're all the different people. And there there's one that's called like celebrities. And there's a guy in there. Speaking of the Jason thing earlier from Disco Dodgeball, there's a guy in there with hockey mask on, and it says Dason with a D instead of Dason. Jason. But I was like, <laughs> so that's lazy. Well, I think they're trying to avoid like copyright and stuff like that. But it's kind of hilarious where they like put a name and you know who it is, but they spell it wrong. Like it's, that's kind of how they all are. They're supposed to be like different people, like whatever team Jeremy was like Babe Ruth was in there and like other, you know, it's super like cornball. Babe Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not well. he was actually called Babe, but you know, but it's fun. Yeah. It's probably the best. I mean, I think it's the best baseball game on there right now for the switch. So if you're really itching to play baseball, it's totally worth it. Yeah. It's worth super playing. pick up and play. I think the, the graphics are pretty nice. Cause it's that, you know the intermediate the 90s, Neo Geo. Yeah, uh, well, there some, is some funny like you just hear the same like commentary a lot. Yeah, and it's kind of falls flat. Yeah, where he's like he just he rounds it out for a single like that, but that's probably better than it actually sounds in there. But yeah, they say then that, for they say the, the home run it'll be like every time you hit a home run they're like wow he looks proud and he should be he hit that ball a country mile. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really long quote. Wow. Oh no, there's a lot of there's a lot of talking in that game. Like, and in between innings, sometimes it says, it really looks like this is the barn burner. <laughs> I don't know what that oh, means. Oh, yeah, but and then after the country they kept mile, saying says, that, yeah. He really loves to hit home runs in this stadium. Yeah. No, no, there's a lot of talking in it. Like, you'd be surprised. Like, there, it's it's pretty much, yeah, it's pretty constant. But there, there's a lot of commentary on there. But it's... Uh, it's from 1990, so... I mean, it's impressive, it's impressive for impressive the time. Well but, but listening to it now, it, it gets a little repetitive, but... Yeah, like 90, like, yeah, that should blow you away. You know, be like, oh, yeah, they're just talking it up there about barn burners and, and country miles or yeah. whatever else, you know? Didn't they have, yeah. like, uh, sports talk football or something? Like, wasn't that a series, sports talk? Yeah. It sounds like a series. That. Yeah. That sounds like They even had, like, Tiger games. I think they had, like, audio commentary for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah but, I mean, back in that time... Like double dribble and all that was impressive. Double yeah. dribble, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like blades a, of steel. Or like blades of steel. Like I was impressed by stuff like I'm that. Sti- I'm still impressed every time my NES talks. <laughs> blades of steel, like yeah. whoa. Skate or die, man. It's skate or die two sound. Oh, come on, yeah. Die, 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 die. Yeah, that was in. I played that at my birthday party on Monday. That song was in there in my list. That's my favorite NES yeah. song. I don't know if anybody heard it or not, but I did. It's a wonderful song. That was great. 
But yeah, no, yeah, Baseball Stars is out now. Finally, it's 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 a good it's a good one. Best baseball game on there right now. It's only like eight bucks. It's a lot of fun if you like that. It's a lot more fun to sing, uh, the playing against a friend because it's kind of hard against the computer. But there's like a tournament mode in there, so there's like a single player mode of sorts, you know, where you can kind of go through and get the ultimate trophy or whatever. But yeah, it's fun. It's a uh, you know, it's like more. There's no upgrades and stuff like that, like aside from the 2021 and uh, the Super Burger Time is like another one from like Johnny's Arcade Classics or whatever. If you like, I'm the yeah. only one that keeps buying games from him. But hey, whatever. But yeah, it's basically. You know, it's like the sequel to Burger Time. It's like Burger Time if it was a weird Super Nintendo game that kind of looks like Kirby at times because the little dude's like pink and he wears a, and he wears like a chef's hat and an apron or whatever. And there's like items that you can find on the side of the game that feel sort of Kirby-ish. But I played through all that. that. How does that feel compared to the original? Because the original one is kind of sacred to me. It's one of my first video games. Yeah, so no, I really like that game. I, I but, mean, um, how does it compare? Uh, I played it with Jess. She really likes the first one too, and I don't think. I don't know if she liked the second one because it's almost like too big for its own good. Like there's a lot of stuff going on on it and there's a lot more burgers and they're bigger and stuff. I don't know. Check out my video. I did a, I did a whole playthrough of it. So you can watch the whole game in like 40 minutes on YouTube. I, I basically recorded myself playing through the whole game because they're in, there's infinite credits. So you can just blow right through it. But there's bosses in it, which is pretty cool. Like you build burgers and then when you get to the boss, you throw burgers at the boss. So I guess you were like making your ammo for later, but... It's interesting. And then when you get to the final, final boss of the game, he's an ice cream guy. So there's this whole like ice cream versus burgers going on here. I don't know what's up with that, but it's, I mean, it's worth looking at, I guess, just to give it a one major change is like burger time. You know how you like walk over the burger and the burger falls? It doesn't do that. You have to jump on the burgers now for them to come down. Oh. Yeah. So that's a different mechanic, I guess. But there's different sizes. Like some burgers like take up the whole screen. Like they're like that big, like super huge. And then there's little tiny ones that you just jump on once and they fall down. But, you know, I enjoyed it for what it is for like the arcade. It basically feels like a Super Nintendo sequel to Burger Time, you know, except for the Burger Time dude looks like Kirby now because <laughs> he's, he's pink, you know. He's just pink with eyes. So that was what I got. I forgot about those. Those are my new Switch Thursday stuff that I got last week. But yeah, uh, Jeremy and I, we finished off the uh, we finished off the Splatfest also. We did. Do you know who won, John? I'm sure you already looked, but do you know? Who do you think I won? don't who do you, know. Who do you think won? Who's the best turtle there is? It was between Raph and uh, Leo, right? No, fuck, nope. no, fuck Leo. Leo, no. Leo went out at the very beginning. Oh, it was Raph and Donatello. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be Raph. Nope, Donatello. Nope, Donatello. Donatello, oh, Donatello won. Wow. Is the best turtle. So he, Trey he won. won because this in our third and a final battle, we had to be true to the turtles we identified with them. Yeah. I've always thought, you know, I was pretty sarcastic, just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's we were talking about it on the on the stream, but it's like it's weird. Like if this were the '90s, I don't think Donatello would ever win over Raph. But now that that incredibly awesome Turtles animated show that's completely on Hulu that I told all of you about that you should be watching is out. Uh, Donatello. Hey, Donatello was yeah. Donatello's the one nobody wanted to be when I was a kid. I was Donatello. He was me. I liked. The, he was my guy. I want everybody yeah. wanted to be Raph. Me and Rob wanted to be Raph. Yeah. My cousin wanted to be Michelangelo. Uh, uh, Rob's little brother, and then Jordan had to be. So we'd switch between Raph and Leo, and then Jordan had to be Domtel because he was the youngest. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, see, we did it. We did it the other way around. Where like there was three of us. It was me and Nick and Nate, and uh, Nick was Leo, and Nate was Michelangelo, and I was Donatello. And whoever was our like fourth person that hung out with us had to be Raph. Because none wow. of us, none of us wanted to be Raph because we hated those little size. We thought they were pointless because probably because we played a lot of no the NES game. But it was like, yeah, <laughs> pointless. No, they did have points, but 
We 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 basically did it judging on the weapons that they had. Like you know, they wanted like Nick wanted swords and like Nate wanted the nunchucks, and I was basically stuck between the uh, the bow and the size. And I'm like, I don't want those dumb little knives. So that's kind of how we picked them, you know, because we didn't know who was who and all that. Well, also and, you do machines. Yeah. Well, and Donatello's a smart guy. But if you watch any of the show, the Nickelodeon animated the CGI one, the one where Rob Paulson plays Donatello now instead of Raphael. They really developed Donatello's character a lot. I think he's pretty much the main character of the whole show. But, mm. but, uh, th- but you could also argue that whoever Donatello, whoever Rob Paulson is voicing, is the cool turtle because he also voiced Raphael in the in the eighties and the nineties. So maybe that's why everybody. Thought I wonder how cool that though. came about. That switch <laughs> was he just like, eh, I did that already. Give me another one. I don't know. Like, or, I, like yeah, it's. I don't know if they called him and said, like, hey, do you want to do the show again? We're going to start it. And he's like, uh, I, want, I don't want to do Raphael, though. I'll do somebody else. Maybe. I know Maybe that- there was, like, a, some dibs were called. Like, I got Raphael. And he's like, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, he called dibs. So well, I got I mean, a different, different turtle now. I mean, Sean Astin is doing, does the voice of uh, Raphael in the in that show, so which I think is pretty freaking awesome that he's, that he's doing that. And originally... uh you know, what's his face? The pie fucker, uh, Jason Biggs, did Leo. Oh, I talked about this before. But anyway, yeah. So it's like maybe Sean Aston called Raphael or maybe he just didn't want to do it and wanted to do a different one. But what's really funny is there is an episode where they actually go back in time to the original show. They, like, go through a time tunnel and they go to the, like, 80s, like, fully hand-drawn animated one. So wow. it's, so Rob is doing both the voices, like, of uh, Donatello and Raphael. I'm telling you, it's the best fucking oh, show. Watch that. I told you, it's they the best that show ever. That's why you should be watching it. In, yeah. the, in the previous, uh, one of the previous 2D Ninja Turtles ones, that whole episode where they went back to the first show. Yeah, that's probably that one that you're thinking of. But it's not no. the CG, like the, no. the CG show you're talking about, right? Yeah. The newest one. There was a previous incarnation. Um, I think it was 2D animated. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe it was just the previous 3D was show. Was that the one they, that had they the girl back. turtle? I mean, cause, I, don't, I don't remember because when they went, I mean, when they went back in time, yes. this was like a few years ago. Because there's a new new turtle show. No, no it was it wasn't the live action show. Okay, no, no. yeah, because there's like a, I mean, there's a there's a new Ninja Turtle show now that's like that looks that I don't know, it's like Flash animated or something. That's what they're promoting for the Splatoon. Uh, yeah, but the CGI one was before that, and that one I think that only went like five seasons or four four or five seasons. But I don't know when exactly it ended. But when they did the time travel thing, that was probably like three years ago, I think. Okay, yeah. So, so I mean, we it were might talking have been about the same one. So it, it, the one I was talking about ended, and they actually went back to the comics, and things were in black and white. Oh, they might have because this show is fucking brilliant. So I wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me because they do a lot of amazing things in that show. So, but Donatello won the Splatfest. He did, yes, because yep. he is the best turtle, and I'm very happy that he did. So good on him. That's what I'm saying. I love that Donatello. But yeah, that was that was what we were playing on Friday. That was our streaming thing. You can catch that on YouTube, of course. I don't know. We'll probably play some more Splatoon this Friday or something. But uh, did you get anything? Do you have anything of note to mention, John? I didn't get anything, but I played a new game. Super Hot VR. You guys ever heard of that? Is that I've heard of Super Hot. Is that some sort of like sex game? <laughs> super Hot VR? It does VR? sound like one, yeah. but it's not. No. Yeah. Um, yeah super Hot cool. looks cool. I've, I want to try it sometime. It's it's amazing. And um, I had tried it a couple of years ago, but I tried it with um, it was a headset and the Xbox controller, which yeah. is not really the way to play it. Uh, the new way that I just tried it uh, uses it's the, the HTC Vive and the Vive controllers. 
And that game is amazing. For those of you who don't know, the premise of the game is kind of like this uh, series of quick action vignettes where, um, you know, the, the, the screen comes on and all of a sudden there's like two or three guys all around you. Like one guy's got a knife, another guy's got a gun, and there's like next to you there might be a bottle or a pan or uh, some other kind of weapon. And basically you have to take these guys out. But the trick is that every time you move, they move like you they only move when you move and so you feel like you're playing the entire game in like this matrix slow motion but the cool the it, what's really cool about it is that you have to really think about how to spend your movements like if i want to look around the room and scan the room for more enemies that means that the guys that are uh, around me are getting closer to me and yeah. so you have to it just makes you hyper aware of, mm. of your every little movement and when they attack you, this is the other really cool thing. They come to attack you. You can grab their weapons. Like if I kill this guy, all of a sudden his weapon is up in the air. So I can reach my hand up and I can snatch the weapon uh-huh. midair and then continue to shoot everybody else like that. Oh. It's just amazing. It's so much fun. Hmm. So I love that game. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, not to diss on VR, but I did actually hear about a VR game that I really wanted to play in Japan. There's a Dragon Quest VR that they were talking about on uh, 8-4 play. Really? I've never heard of that. And I might actually... That's actually one I'm actually... I would actually want to play. Because I'm not really... I don't know. VR really doesn't... Just the style of it doesn't really interest me yet. I guess there's not really... There's no, like, VR turn-based uh, RPGs or anything like that. But <laughs> but you can do a Dragon Quest one, and I would actually do VR for that. Because you get to actually yeah. be in the Akira Toriyama artwork, and that's awesome. You know, and there's, like, giant that's golems cool. and stuff in there. But apparently, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out where it's at so we can go there while we're in Japan. But I heard about that, and it's, it's pretty cool. They give you, like... An arc- a, arcade style game, or, like, you, uh, like a... Like a smaller game, or, or like you get to try a bit of sort of like a traditional RPG, Dragon Quest. Well, like, so the way it works, I watch videos of it. Like, basically, you're in a team. Like, you play with three other people. So you have a four-person party, like a four-person RPG party. And you get to choose which class you are. Like, you can be a mage, or you can be a warrior, or you can be, like, a healer or whatever. There's different ones that you are. And, like, you know, you walk around, and you, you're holding a thing. And it's your sword, and you swing it at the slimes, and you and it's like a big empty field, you know. And you go out and you go out and fight monsters, and it's like a twenty minute thing, I guess, that you do, and you do it with other people, and you know, you fight slimes for slimes for a while, and there's like a boss, and you know, that's basically what it is. So it's like you're walking around the overworld of a Dragon Quest game, you know. That's cool. So that's cool. So that like really sounded cool for me. I'd like to at least try it just to like. I mean, I really love the artwork of the monsters from those games, and it'd be really cool to be like in there. It'd be like face to face to one. There's a Mario Kart VR also that I've heard about that's pretty rad. I don't yeah, know if you my guys friend has tried that, it. But she yeah. loved it. She thought it was great. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's the main made difference that. with that one is that uh, rather than it's like on the rails like, uh, though, right? Like you don't really. It's on rails, I think, right? Like you don't actually turn or control yourself. The Mario I don't Kart. Remember one. what she said? Yeah, I do remember she said that. You have to reach up to grab the items. The items are floating above your car. Oh, okay. So, so you you're, drive you're driving with one yeah. hand. Uh, you got the steering wheel in one hand. And then with your other hand, you reach up and the items are hanging from balloons. You grab the item. So now you got a shell in your hand. Then you can actually throw the shell. Okay. Well, that makes sense, though. And that's how that the, works. Yeah. It makes sense for the immersion of that. I mean, it's a lot more. If, if you're like running over it and you automatically have it, there's not really like an action yeah. that you do. But from what I heard, you're not actually like controlling your car, though. Like, it's kind of on a set oh, okay. path, and you're just sort of turning and looking at the Mario Kart world, and you can throw shells okay. and stuff. But you're not actually, like, driving, you know? Like, you don't have to stay on the on the race or whatever. Like, it's kind of doing that for you, and you're just doing the attacking. 
Which would make sense because oh, it might get a little crazier, like if you're in the car and driving that or whatever. But it still yeah. sounds cool. I'd like to check that one out too. But yeah, is that all you played then for this week? That's all the new stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's do the news real quick, and then we'll jump to the topic. Sure. Here is the news. I promise you, it's the news. There's like a couple things we missed last week, and there's some new stuff. I'm sure you've heard about most of these, but first off is uh, Nintendo filed a new trademark for N64. That's a, that's a thing. So, I mean, everybody thinks that means the N64 Mini. Maybe it means nothing. You know, people pile it. I think it means the N64 too, baby. <laughs> Don't you mean like the N128? Is that what it is? Yeah. The N128. Oh, yeah. That's the next system. No. They're doing with Mario 128. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. No, I think it, it, it very much points to like there possibly being an N64 Mini and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. Who knows? But, you know, that seems to be the big talk lately of them pra- trademarking that. But they also trademarked a bunch of other games, so who knows? But, uh, yeah, that's, that's one of them. Uh, there's a game coming out. I don't know if you saw it in July. There's a game called Go Vacation that looks like exactly the same as Wii Sports Resort. Did you see that? Except I minus the knees. Yeah. I, I just put that on there as interest because I'm like, oh, that looks, I don't know. I'd try it out maybe if it wasn't too expensive and doesn't look super stupid. But I don't know. I feel like the Switch needs more party games. That's what I've noticed. Like, uh, that should have been, like, if I could, uh, what I really want, and, you know, you guys can, like, at me and fight it, fight me all you want. But I would rather see a new Mario Party on the Switch than a Smash Brothers. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Because uh, I just, I like Mario Party games. There's not really a good four-person multiplayer game on there aside from Mario Kart, but that's already a game on another system. So we did know? play some Mario Party, was it four? But yeah, we did. We played, no, we played five. We played Mario Party oh, five. five, but I just admit, I want a Mario Party game on the Switch. Like, I want a game like that, you know, like a sit, like a board game that you can play with a bunch of people. There's not really anything like that on there. And it might and be cool really to like have it, it like, have your Switch on the table as the board and pass it around that well, situation. That would get me interested mm, in a, in a uh, Mario Party. Uh, but they kind of did that with Mario Party 10 with the Wii U, so I don't know if they want to... Oh, did they? Well, they did, kind of, and you actually had to use Amiibos. Well, on some of them, you would use an Amiibo, like, as your playing guy. So you would, like, put it on the Wii, on the Weebo and, like, you know... Oh, that was your piece. Yeah, and you would roll your dice like that. So they did kind of do a thing like that, where you, like, sat around the, 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 Wii, the Wii U remote, mm-hmm. so they might not go back to that. But I'd be happy if they just released, like, a Mario Party Collection 1 and 2. Like which they did for Mega Man this week. It's out. That's part of the news. We don't need to talk about it for a long time, but it is out. But but if they just did like a Mario Party one through five and a Mario Party five through ten or whatever, I'd buy both of those. Or one that's just Mario one through ten, you know, for like sixty bucks. I'd pay you that much for it, you know. I mean, they're not going to do that, but I would love to see that happen. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying that you know th- you should just have stuff like that available all in one system. Like if they just did that, if they just slapped it all into a package, didn't even add new stuff, I would still buy it. If it's just like all ten of the Mario parties, you know, that's one thing. That's that's my rant about Mario Party. But alas, there is no new Mario Party that we know of other other than the one that came out for the 3DS. Yeah, I'm afraid that at E3 it's just going to be a Mario Party Top 200 for 3DS. That's basically what they're going to announce. There's going to be another Mario Party 3DS game, and I'll be like, why? Can we have a Switch the, one? Come on, the dude. bottom 100. It's the hundred shittiest games. <laughs> the, the, the 200 ones that nobody wants. <laughs> the 200 extras. So uh, one thing we missed last week, apparently there's going to be a tennis demo out soon, like at the very beginning of June. There's going to be a, a, a demo for Mario Tennis Aces. So I'm sure for E3. Yeah. 
Like that'll probably be another announcement. Hey, check this out right now. Yeah, no, I mean, let, I think they let Jimmy Fallon play it. Yeah, no, there's an actual date for it. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like the week of June first, and there's gonna oh, really? be there's gonna be like another um, a test punch thing, like a global test punch thing, but with tennis. So there'll be a, a demo mode that I think that you can play at any time, and there'll be an online mode where you can actually play against people at a certain time. So they're going to do it the same way that they did Splatoon and the arms thing. So what are they going to call this one? The test, test swing. Slam. I don't know. <laughs> test whack. Have a test whack. Uh, test, test whack. Love. Test whack seems weird. Uh, test love. Yes. The <laughs> test nothing. Um, yeah. No, I'm just excited to play that game. It's I'm cool that they're putting a demo out soon. They should do that for all their games, but. I've just I've been pretty pumped about that tennis game, and I'm excited that there's a demo coming out because this game in itself I don't think is coming out until like the end of June. Like it won't be till after E3. So the having, one player mode looks cool. So having a demo mode that maybe shows you a little bit of the story mode I think would help a lot mm-hmm. sales, and it'd be fun to play. I like to play it for free. So yeah, there's that coming out. Did you see there's a new Switch uh, package coming out in Japan that doesn't have a yeah dock? yeah yeah I was gonna mention that it's like a cheaper so, one with no dock. That's that's an interesting. You thing. save you save a little bit of money. It's not that much, I guess, in the conversion. They're saying it's two two thousand yen. It should be like two hundred then, yeah. right? Because the dock's probably is what like I thought the dock was like almost a third of it because they were selling some of them for ninety bucks, like for just the dock. I guess if you're not getting like the charger, also maybe and the because what would that be like another take a twenty dollars off it for like the charger and the HDMI cord? If yeah, so all you're getting is the the console itself and the mm-hmm. uh, and the, but you can pick the color of your Joy Cons. Oh, okay. So that's kind of cool. So you could you could have like, well, I want to do that, but I want you know a blue Joy-Con and a mm-hmm. yellow Joy-Con. Yeah. The intention is that they're trying to drive more multi-switch households. Oh, here I'm looking at something right now. So yeah, maybe it, yeah. Two nine two ninety three for the the full package, and then if you get the other one, it's two forty four. So you're saving fifty bucks. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean that could be that could be what they're doing. I like the multi dock houses thing, but. I really think they should include a charger. Yeah, I mean, well, this is a 3DS thing. Like new, well, new 3DS, That's they true. did that. It's where, kind of a Japanese thing where it had no charger because they expect that you already have like five chargers or something like that, which you don't. But it makes sense. Yeah. Also, uh, also a big release. Well, there's a couple big releases coming out tomorrow that I want to talk about. There's that weird. I sent you the demo for, it, or I sent you the, I sent you guys the trailer for it. But what was that thing called that I sent you? That really, really weird looking game. Something about a hotel. It's a uh, like bio something. Bayo Labs Mausoleum, Mausoleum, B A O B A B B S Mausoleum. There's a weird, there's a weird ass game that's coming out tomorrow. It's only like five dollars, even though I think it's episodic. I think you're just getting the first episode for that. But oh, I, it's episodic. I sent you guys a trailer for it, and uh, it looks like a weird Earthbound, but there's like some first person shooter stuff in there, and there's like a turn based RPG in there as well, and and it's like playing through a VHS tape, and there's like tracking and stuff, and it's. It looks really fucking weird and bizarre, and I kind of really want to play it. It comes out for five. It says episode one in it, so you might have to buy a different one. I don't know anything about that. But I'll, I'll probably try that one out tomorrow. But aside from that, the uh, the Bloodstained Curse of the Moon comes out tomorrow for $10, which is an awesome price. That was that game I was talking about last week. That is a great price. has the really good sprite art. It basically looks a lot like Castlevania three. If Castlevania three was done like now, you know, like you have multiple characters, but you can switch between them at any time. Uh, one of them is the one of them has a whip, just like Belmont. Uh, there looks like one. One looks like Grant. One looks like Alucard. You know, like and they think there's the ghost lady in there too. But they have like basically the four characters there. You can switch from the 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 bosses look a lot like Shovel Knight. Like it looks like that. 
really, really good sprite art. So I'm really super psyched to play it. I was willing to pay 20 for it, and I'm glad that it's, that it's 10 So that's my big purchase for next week. Definitely. Is that uh, $9.99? And uh, I probably won't get it, but I thought it was kind of funny. There's another... Uh, there's another SNK golf game coming out next uh, tomorrow also. It's not ever going to be as good as, uh, you know, that one game. It won't be It'll as never good. be as good as that farty sound. <laughs> It'll never be as good as the <laughs> other one. But I'm kind of interested in trying it out. I don't know. I probably won't get it, but I might watch some videos and see, see what it's up. But, yeah, Neo Juice. Top releasing. Players Golf, right? Yeah. Uh, top Players Golf. Um, there's there's a Wolverblade patch coming out tomorrow for that game. Uh, I bought it and played a little bit of it, but I didn't really get into it because it had really long loading screens and there wasn't a whole lot of moves that you can do. But I read an interview with the developer on it, and he said that they said that they like that they sold they've sold so much on Switch, like they've sold more games on Switch than they have on every other system they've released it on combined. Like yeah, well, they were super. Not- Pretty yeah. early, or, or not that long after the Switch came out, right? Like, there wasn't that much to choose from. Well, I think at that time. That seems to be, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that because it, cause at the beginning there, Switch had like 30 games a week practically. It's slowed down now, but it really was like there were a lot of games coming out every week. And I guess there it are would, a lot coming out in the next couple of days. Yeah. And, and it was, you know, it was part of an indie direct. So it, it was like kind of pushed, but, uh, uh, yeah, they were just saying like they're like even the they're like even on Steam sales, we're never going to sell as much as we did on our day one release for Switch, and I just think that's really cool. You know, that's just another company saying that like, hey man, this shit is hot, and I like that that like the games are actually having a really good success rate on the system. You know, it's not like a it's not like Fast RMX and all that where like there was nothing there. That was like the very first day. You know, this was kind of like a few months into it where there was other stuff, but it's just cool. I, I like reading success stories from indie developers. Anyway, they're releasing a new patch. They're actually going to do a sale on it too. And they just kind of talked about like how did they didn't expect to, to have as big a success as they did on the switch. So that's pretty cool. Um, now, John, you sent that article about, was it about Kimishima? Oh yeah. The yeah. Top 10 CEOs. Was yeah. That that's in there Forbes? too. Yeah. It was, um, well, I read the article, uh, from, Nintendo Life, I think it was Nintendo Life, and they were uh, um, quoting from Forbes. Yeah, so Forbes put out a list, the top 10 CEOs, uh, what was the actual thing? I think it was most reputable CEOs in the world. I can look it up real quick. And uh, among the top 10 was Kimishima. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so that, that's incru- not even not even in just the video game industry, by the way. That's all industries. So what? yeah, pretty impressive. I, felt- I think they're yeah they're crediting him with turning Nintendo around once he took over the reins for mm-hmm. Iwata. Well, he also kind of like I feel like he's like right place, right time. Also, like he happened to be uh-huh. there a little bit of right that, yeah. when uh well right when the Switch came out and the Switch was huge and it became this like gangbusters you know success and I mean it's kind of like yeah this uh, yeah you should be congratulated for being the president at that time but it's also still kind of like. I don't know. That's the best Maybe time to be president, I guess. Some, some yeah. Props for that. Well, I mean, I you know they Nintendo's always working on something. They probably has been working on the Switch for a while, but he happened to be there for the launch, and now he's kind of getting the credit yeah. for it, understandably. But yeah, kind of right great. time. I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to downplay Kimishima or anything like that. I'm just saying like you know they did like have a huge success from the Switch right out of the gate, becoming like probably the highest, the quickest selling like system of all time. So. You know, it's kind of, of course, he's in the, in the list with all of, all of the other people, you know, because of all that. Just how much, how much well they did, you know. They did so well, like, and they yeah. met their 
demand as far as having consoles. Yeah, after I mean, you know, after a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that during like, Christmas season, there's tons of switches everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've seen them. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, that really helped too, like actually being able to supply for the demand, whatnot. So Kimishima is up there on this list along with Giorgio Armani, um, the CEO of LinkedIn, Google, Kraft, Kraft Foods. Right? Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, so, wait, yeah. wait. Hold on, hold good, on. Good company. Wait, LinkedIn. The, yeah, LinkedIn. They, they actually did something important once ever. LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is like bigger <laughs> elsewhere in the world. I think it's good for people who actually have like business jobs and stuff. I'm just saying LinkedIn. I always thought was a hilarious thing that didn't do jack didn't do jack or shit. So it was like, uh, I just think it's funny. For me, to see it was it on almost like the Candy Crush requests I would get. In, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I would Facebook, get except yeah. the professional version. I would get all these like LinkedIn requests through my email, and I'd be like, "How do they get my email?" I don't even have a LinkedIn account. I got it too, and it always seemed like the butt of a joke. Like I've seen it on, I've seen it as the butt of the joke of a lot of things, where it's like just making it fun, fun of it as like the other app that no one uses or it never helped. Yeah. I mean, it never helped me get a job or anything. But maybe, maybe if you're like a, if you're in the business, if you're in sales or something, it might help you get a better sales job. I mean, I sort of thought the same thing about Slack, and I'm starting to realize that Slack's Slack is very useful. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't useful, even know what Slack if is. Using like, yeah, if you're international, it's really good for communicating. Yeah, I heard that, that you can like tell your workers to go back to work like while you're in another country or something. That's all I heard. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they're doing on Slack. You can give them flack on Slack. Exactly, right? That's why it's called that. Cut me that's some whack. Slack. Um, no, that's why. Yeah. So let me just mention two, a couple more things and then we'll go to our break. Uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 soundtrack is available on iTunes. You can you can buy it. I saw it for sale for like forty bucks, but there is like. 100. Does that mean it's on uh, Spotify? Could be. I didn't check Spotify. I don't have Spotify anymore, so I can't really look. But uh, forty bucks, but there's like hundreds and hundreds of songs on there, so it's totally worth it. I'm not going to get it's it because that's because that's a lot of money for that. But it is available to purchase if you want if you wanted to get it. That's on there. Also, there's another game. I saw a game a trailer for a game that's getting released called Twenty XX. It's a game that's super inspired by Mega Man, obviously. And it's like a roguelike 2D action game. And it looks a lot of fun, actually. Um, people said it was like really smooth. It's coming out in the beginning of July. So I found that. But I think that's all I got for news for this week, unless I forgot anything. You guys got anything? I just looked up Xenoblade on uh, Spotify, and then it went to the podcast, and we were the number five one on the list. Yeah, and that's our fifth podcast, too. So Nice. Or was it the, or was it the new one? Or was it Xenoblade 2? Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Oh, okay. Because our, our like fifth episode was Xenoblade Chronicles X, yeah. which was our highest downloaded one. We had, back when Libsyn actually let you know which, what your highest download episode is. Talking to you, Libsyn. Well, that's kind of cool. Fucked that up operating system. But yeah, you can if, uh, look up Xenoblade on uh, Spotify and you'll find us. So it's pretty rad. Anyway, uh, do you guys want to take a break and then get to uh, get to like our dystopian world of funguses and stuff? Fungi. So I got one more, more one more stuff? announcement before the break. Okay, got some special news. Yeah, I'm gonna go to E3. Uh, I what? Thought I, ticket. I thought you might yeah, I'm be going to E3. I thought that might. Me? I thought that might be no. your announcement. Yeah, yeah, I got a free pass. You, you got, got a free pass? Shit, free through pass. your job? Yeah. How'd you get that? No, through my through my friends, who's actually gonna have a booth. Oh, okay. Uh, he uh, will be showing off his concept for a game. He's got a concept, hmm. and so he decided to get a get a booth. And uh, okay, along with his booth, he got two passes, so he gave one to me. Oh well, so do you I ha- will be there. Do you have to? So booth? Do you have to run his booth? He was saying, do you have to be the booth babe there, or, or do you get to walk around? I could be the booth babe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to help him out for sure, but I'll be able to walk around and check out the show floor and 
uh, represent Nintendo main. So. Oh man, yeah. you're going to be on the floor doing some re- uh, what do they call that reporting? Yeah, please some reporting. Uh, yeah, so right after uh, this is this is news that just broke right before the show. So yeah, right after we're done recording, I'm going to go on and try to get that reserved for the uh, Smash Brothers because you know you have to. Oh, do um, it! Do I don't it, know if you guys it. heard. Yeah, but you have to reserve your spot to play Smash Brothers at E3. Oh, do it, dude. Yeah, totally yep. do that. Um, oh, so it is playable um, at E3. Yep. Film a bunch of stuff if you can. Like, uh, you know, do like some quick videos and put them on our YouTube channel. Like, I can send I you, I can send you like the yep. password and stuff, and you can just put them on there. Um, yeah, I'd love to see all that Good. stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. I um, wish we wish we could be there with you, but that's only a couple weeks away. So when we yeah, talk, June twelfth to fourteenth. Yeah. So when we talk to you, we'll be able to talk to you that Wednesday then, like during its while it's going, because we are going to have a. June twelfth, the week of that, that was going to be our E three spotlight episode. Is what I was planning yeah. on because they're doing yeah. the they're doing the video Tuesday morning, and then they're probably going to have some announcements after that with the treehouse and all that. But that was my plan for that week was, of course, E three. But yeah, well, we'll I'm, I'm to... going to be there every day, so you know we can do a call in and do stuff live from the floor and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, just you'll have to give us an idea of uh, how it's going to go there. But awesome, yeah, that'll be your sure. second E three. Right? My second yeah, one, yep. yeah. But you don't have to. You're not working for anybody, so you don't have. Well, I guess all you really had to do was wear a shirt. On yeah, the last other time one, I just but, had yeah. to wear a shirt. It was for that company on live. Just wear their shirt, and I passed out some cards, and that was Fucking it. Fucking on live. Oh well, I'm yeah. gonna. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a PDF of our. Uh, of There's our, a proof of concept that streaming games don't work. <laughs> if I if I send you sorry, like, sorry to shit on your uh, <laughs> former employer. Yeah. If if I send you a PDF of our business cards, would you print some out and like? Hand them out I still people. have some from previous from the the last time, so oh, okay. I can use some of those. Yeah, I made and, I made uh, new ones with like all our websites and stuff on there. Oh, cool. cool, yeah, cool, yeah. But we'll figure yeah. we'll figure that out later. Anyway, let's take a break and then get to the uh, Mushroom Kingdom. That'd be a PDF with me. Pretty damn fine. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. They're brothers. They're plumbers. Oh no! They're on the trail of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite. It's incredible! That gives anyone who possesses it the power. Rule the universe. Get me the rock! Come and get it, lizard breath! Now, they must rescue the princess. And make it safely back. Later, alligator. To our world. Are you alright? Before time runs out. Mario Brothers. This ain't no game. So it's uh, the 25th anniversary of the Super Mario Brothers movie this week. Uh, it premiered on May 28th of 1993, 25 years ago. Um, oh boy. Let me ask you, what was you guys' experience with the Mario movie? For me, I was uh, 13. I had actually just turned 13, nine days before that. And uh, 
I was I had like no interest whatsoever in the Super Mario Brothers movie. So I remember my mom went to see it with my youngest stepbrother Jonathan, and uh, she kind of like gave me the she gave me like a quick synopsis about about it afterwards. She's like she's like well you know it was kind of weird. There was like a lot of fungus stuff. They kept like talking about like trusting the fungus and you know and that's basically what she told me. And then I remember watching it later on HBO. And I saw those those fucking robot boot things that they had to jump, and I'm like, no, that's just dumb. You know, I was like, <laughs> it's uh, I mean, we, you know, we'll talk about it at great length, of course. But this game, this movie did really well to suck out like basically all of the fun and greatness of Mario, <laughs> and put you know, in, in movie form, it's like let's take out all the happiness and all the brightness and all the uplifting stuff of Mario and the fun, and just turn it into this dark dystopian disaster. But yeah, that was which that- was kind of the early '90s sci-fi, I don't know, steampunk sci-fi vibe mm-hmm. was happening a lot. Which, yeah. well, I mean, it's never really stopped. It's this is a very dystopian movie, so it's dark. But yeah, the darkness is very not Mario. You know, why did it have to be dark and edgy? I, well, I agree with you there. Was it now? Was this a uh, was this pre-Terminator or was this a uh, post-Terminator? Terminator Two. This was this post-Terminator, Terminator Two. Oh yeah, uh, Terminator Two was '91. Yeah. So. It reminded it's, me a little bit of Total Recall too. Yeah, it's amazing. A lot of people quote uh, say that it's uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's got a Blade Runner feel. It even had like a. Is there a scene in Clockwork Orange where he's like down in the like the underground, like at all these weird shops? And that reminded me of the. Well, Mario reminded me of that when he like goes down and he's talking about Ludwig von. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just there's just a lot of like post. Or there's a lot of like yeah. Mm post-apocalyptic or whatever you want to call it, dystopian movies that have like a neon lit underground market city kind of mm-hmm. motif. It, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's amazing how many movies like came out before this that I really like. I just didn't realize it. Like I was talking to John earlier. I feel like it got a lot of influence from like turtles, like turtles one and two had already been out and turtles yeah. three came out the same fucking year. And that was another thing where I was like, I have no interest in Turtles 3 or Super Mario Brothers. And my mom went to see both of those with my little brother, Jonathan. And I heard, like, her, she would, like, get, tell me, like, what she thought of it. But where? But what were you guys doing at that time, like, in 93? Were you into it? Did you go see the movie? Like, what happened with at you? At that time, I remember, the, um, I remember seeing the ads. And another specific memory I have is hanging on the jungle gym with a friend of mine. And I remember him just saying, oh, I gotta see that movie i gotta see that news talk about how much he wanted to see that movie mm. and the whole time he had a booger hanging out of his nose <laughs> so i was like trying to like stop him from like like you know calm your excitement that you, you got something hang out here but he, he wouldn't he wouldn't like let me talk wow. Dude, so you're like a larry david moment booger yeah exactly i was letting this kid just rattle on about the super mario brothers movie while he had a booger hanging out of his nose Wow. So, yeah, but no, I never see, saw the movie in the theater. Mm. I, I oh, missed man. that in the Guys, theater. I saw this in the theater. And you I saw got, it in the theater, really? I was super excited for it. My brother and I both were, like, super excited about this movie. We were like, there's a Mario movie. Well, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show before. I probably have. But uh, growing up, both of my parents worked at the movie theater in uh, oh, Danville. Yeah. You did. So like I got to see movies free all the time, like, because either like someone in my family was pretty much perpetually working at the movie theater, even mm. like when my dad left, my mom still worked there part time, or my aunt worked there for a while. My grandmother worked there, my brother worked there, I worked there, my sister worked. Like mm. it's just like everyone's worked in that theater in Danville, and uh, it was my first job actually too. But anyway, backing all the way up to when this movie was released, uh, got to see it for free, 
And I don't remember, like we may have seen it the night before because we got to do that sometimes when my dad would put the movie together. So with the, it would it come on build, several build, reels, build the reels splice yeah. it together. You have to do a, you have to do an initial viewing of it to make sure it's okay. And like do like a checklist of mm. everything and in case like the, the film's messed up, you document it and then you didn't cause the damage. Also, when like your dad people, let the Super Mario Brothers movie pass. He checked the movie and it didn't look anything like Super Mario Brothers, and he put it on the screen. <laughs> See, I don't know for sure that. But you couldn't like stop it, right? My dad was involved in. My dad ended up being the manager of that theater later, but I don't think that was until like a year or two after the movie came out. But uh, he worked. I don't know if he worked there at the time, but I think someone in my family did because I saw it multiple times. And that's another thing. So I saw it the first time, being super excited. Uh, I think I was allowed to watch it by myself or with my cousin or my brother or whatever. Like, you know, my parents weren't there. I just got to sit in the theater and watch it and just being like bewildered. Like, what the fuck did I just watch? You know, maybe I didn't think that exact thought, but that was the equivalent. Like, yeah, I, this was not at all what I wanted it to be. Um, they had the costumes on for the end of the movie, but like the costume they show in the poster is like barely even in the movie. They're not even wearing like overalls either though. Right. It's just like a, weird. it's just a weird ass shirt that they wear later. It's like so strange. I I didn't know much about it. You know, I had seen the previews, but as a kid, you know, you know, it was 1993. So there wasn't like the internet hype and all that surrounding it. So all I really knew was I had seen in like a preview. I Mm. once twice, and I'd only seen that preview a couple of times. I couldn't watch it over and over again on YouTube. So um, not really knowing what to expect of this movie going into it and walking away very, yeah, bewildered. Just mm-hmm. what it, what just happened? Like, I had thought this was going to be Mario, but in a movie form, not like yeah. this shitty 90. I didn't know it was a 90s movie at the time, but it was, you know, mm-hmm. it was a shitty 90s movie. Yeah, I, I keep. I think it's, I think sh- it's shovelware in movie mm-hmm. form. I, I feel like maybe because the budget was so low or. Maybe the way the art was designed, but I always like, like looking at it, it makes, it feels like an eighties movie to me because like, I don't know, maybe because it doesn't look that great. And because a lot of movies came out before it, that looked a lot better than that. You know, like you well, look if it at weren't, like, if it weren't for the really bad CGI, it, you would think it was an eighties movie, but there, there was that C- CGI was definitely post. There, there was CGI in there. Like for what? Yeah. Like what? Was, yeah, like when they were disintegrating or oh, yeah. the part when yeah. they jump into the stone at the beginning. To go yep. into the dinosaur, world. and when her face yeah. when her face is coming through the stone, it's very like oh yeah, is really like pushing that yeah. technology to show it off to you. Yeah, because it I made me that... think of Infinity War. Yeah, <laughs> did it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, because they're stones. Like, I'm surprised yeah. nobody's done that meme yet. At least I haven't seen it with oh, Koopa, man. <laughs> Koopa and Mario. Yeah, well, well uh, needs to do it because I we've got the we've got the data to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, go for it, man. Yeah, I say if it's not there in the world, make it. That's how I feel. <laughs> put it, put it out there. But yeah, it's a, it's just a strange movie. Um, so, so, so you were like, you could tell it was shit, like from the beginning when you saw. Oh it. yeah, like, as you, a kid, I was like, that was a bad movie. You were like, what it happened? Was not Mario? at all yeah. what I wanted it to be, and it's not. I walked yeah. away like, you know, I'm not thinking in my head like, oh, I really liked that they took like, you know. Uh, artistic <laughs> freedom a little bit, and you know, tried to modernize it, and blah blah blah. Like I'm like. What Where's, the fuck? They like never ate a mushroom and got big. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah that's right. No fireflowers, no stars, uh-huh. no mushrooms. Yeah, in a Mario movie. Yeah. Why the hell was the Goomba? It was a giant. Yeah, like dude in a weird suit with a, a a puppet on top of his head. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Even as a, lot a kid, of... I was like, that's just a puppet on top of a weird suit that someone's wearing. 
That's why I felt and that's like why their was, arms don't move because they're inside of that suit operating the puppet. Mm, it was well, like that was some influence from the turtles movies. Like that was the same technology of the turtles' faces, like the way their faces were moving. At least that's what it looked like to me. Like I felt there were like there was a lot of influence from Turtles one and two in there. Probably especially the with like the big sewers as well. The uh, over prevalence of you know reptiles slash you know, turtles or whatever you want to say. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you also the that. like all the sort of grossness factor like the fungus everywhere fungus instead of ooze yeah Um, everything was all gooey and sticky and like like for some reason koopa was a germaphobe even though yeah he was like to hang out right and what about uh so what well before we get into the details in the movie what how what did you feel on the viewing didn't you watch it as a kid right john or did you not yeah i think probably the first time i watched it oh it's definitely by I think it was maybe a little bit later after it came out. It might have been middle school or so. I might, so it might have been like 95 or 96, a little after it came out. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I've watched it a couple times since then. You know, I have it. My feeling is just if it weren't for the fact that it was a Mario movie, it would be worthless and it would be like, what is this and why would someone make this? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Why would you come up with an alternate universe where dinosaurs still exist and they're trying to fuse the universes together and yeah, there's well, a stone. Right. Like, so yeah, who cares? Right. So I wanted to mention, I, I said post-apocalyptic earlier, but what's funny is yes, this, this is post-apocalyptic, but it's 65 million years post-apocalyptic. Like, <laughs> yeah. This, this thing where the universes were split when the meteorite hit that ever, it seems to be common knowledge and yeah, Koopa kind of does one of those, I don't know what you call it, what the device is, but where he just like explains the whole premise of the movie all of a sudden in the first scene where you see him. Oh, yeah, yeah, Yeah. 65 million years ago when that meteor hit and it split (laughs) our universes. Yeah, yeah. It's like like that lady hadn't ever heard that story before. But um, right. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah, what are we doing here again? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you for explaining to me right now in this moment for some reason. But yeah, so that's the first time you see him. But yeah, so 65 million years ago. Mm. And just now this is finally happening where they're like getting it back together, you know, whatever. But uh, everyone just seems to be like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 65 million years ago. That was, you know, a while ago. (laughs) They don't like treat it like it's like yesterday. Unfathomable amount of time. Well, you know, time like (laughs) previously time moves at a small at a quicker pace in uh, in that dimension so that is true you know years are like seconds so sixty five thousand seconds is not that long i i really like that uh, well i don't necessarily like it but i like how bad it is that like weird wannabe video game graphic at the beginning with the di- animated yeah. dinosaurs oh yeah the, yeah and the narrator who, yeah. <laughs> you don't know who he is but he's some vaguely brooklyn sounding guy yeah who- like never appears in the. You kind of think it's Mario, but it's not Mario. Yeah, there was a yeah. There, there was one funny line about Brooklyn was when uh when they're like when they fall in there and uh and they say something like what is this Brooklyn and he's like what does this look like Brooklyn to you and and Luigi's like I don't know I haven't been there for two weeks <laughs> it's supposed to be like Brooklyn like really changes in a couple weeks like oh when yeah they, no when they're trying to figure out where they're at they're like what are we in Brooklyn they say something yeah. about the Bronx too at one point they're like yeah. Luigi's like what if we went back. Or yeah, what if we're in a future version of Brooklyn, and then and uh, Mario's like, or present day the Bronx? Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, gotta have some New York humor. Luigi in there, says right? maybe we're in Manhattan of the future, and and Mario goes, or maybe the Bronx of the day. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice uh, jab at the Bronx. That's one for the New Yorkers out there. So what? Uh, yeah. I want to say what, what's up with those? Oh uh, yeah, there's the other thing about the Dodgers too. Like Luigi was like, there used to be dinosaurs here, and Mario's like, oh yeah, calm down. That. There used to be Dodgers here too. Yeah, you know, I did catch that. I'm like, is that a sports joke? Yeah, I don't know who they, I'm not sure who exactly they were aiming this movie at. Like, uh, 
there were a lot of a uh, a lot of the ladies in the movie were were dressed pretty pretty uh, seductively, and I don't know if they're trying to aim that to the parents, but there are a lot of like form fitting dresses and uh, cleavage hanging out and all that. <laughs> you yeah. know, they're most so movie. in that big dance scene. Uh, there's an interview with, with John Leguizamo yeah. where he explains what happened. He said that the production hired a bunch of strippers. Oh, okay. Like they wanted to have you know well, want to be an adult dancing, movie. whatever. So yeah. they went and got a bunch of strippers and hired them to come over, and they um, came dressed too sexy, and so they had to uh, you know clothe them up because it was a kids' movie. But oh, okay. that's why everybody looks really sexy in that uh, part because they're all strippers. Oh, okay. Well, I thought all of the characters looked like his. Like Mario's date was like wearing a, wearing a pretty like a form fitting dress. Yeah, was kind of you yeah. know really kind of like uh, Bertha was like I like Bertha's spiky dress, but she had a lot of cleavage going on there too. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, Mario and, well, got like, a face full of it. Well, no, I know he yeah. totally motorboated her. <laughs> yeah, he totally <laughs> <laughs> he, he totally like uh, bites her cleavage, and she like doesn't notice yeah. that he just like that should have been much, the cover. Pretty much assaulted DVD. her. Yeah. But Mario's she, just like a ladies' man in this show, by the way. Like he's just like so smooth with all the ladies he talks to. It was even like is basically like except for Daisy. Is like as the person. <laughs> well, he is the reason why Luigi gets to meet Daisy because he's like, yeah, tell her this, do this. Yeah, well, a, uh, a little less subtle way than yeah. some other movies. He just like says it to him while he's standing there. Well, I'm sure you guys caught that they're not even really brothers. Like nope. Mario adopted Luigi, so Luigi's like his kid. Like it even. I mean, I knew everything was always wrong with this movie, but it even goes deeper. Like he even well, says, the first like, thing he says is that Mario was like a mother to me, and then he's like, "Oh, not a mother, like a father, but also like a cousin and an uncle." Yeah, well, he says. Well, that, I kind of read that. He as, says like, it to maybe Daisy. They are brothers, yeah. but they don't have parents. And yeah, he's older. That's how I read that. Well, the it, story- it never says whether or not Mario got abandoned. It only says that Luigi got abandoned. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, the Stork never found their parents. That's actually why they never. Did. That's it's it's in lore, man. You know, I mean, even though I know Yoshi's Island probably wasn't out yet by then, but that's the very first thing on the- my on my notes. Though I was like, oh, about the is Stork that the mom? Is that the mom from Yoshi's Island that's dropping them off? Because I thought they were yeah. dropping Mario and Luigi off on the doorstep at the beginning. Oh no, that would be too close, right? Turned out it was Daisy, of course. Well, like between the two, Mar- uh, the two Yoshi's Islands, there's like you know, there's Yoshi's New Island on 3DS, which said that the parents that they were dropped off to in the Super Nintendo one weren't the right parents. So then you got to find the right parents in that one. So you could say that they never made it to their parents, so they just don't have parents, and they just grew up somewhere in Yoshi's Island or something. But yeah, it's a real, uh, it's a real bizarre take on those guys. And yeah, hearing that they're like not even really brothers. Well, he was saying it to Daisy because Daisy's like, oh well, I was dropped off at an orphanage when I was a kid, and in a form of an egg or something like that in the beginning of the movie. And uh, and he's like, oh, well, you don't have parents. I don't have parents either. You know, Mario raised me. It made it sound like he's like, oh, Mario found me and raised me. So I'm like, it's already weird. I remember you always would say a joke, John, about like casting like John Leguizamo to play a, an Italian and uh, or like uh, Bob Hoskins, like a British guy to play. It was just like weird casting all the way around, you know, yeah. to play yeah. an Italian brother. Oh, Bob Hoskins is British? I didn't know. Yeah, he's British. He's got a thick, like, he had a thick like, cockney accent. Yeah. Oh, so he was able to turn that into like a regional, like New York accent. Yeah, yeah. I uh, there was a there was a video that you sent me. It was like an interview, like with both of them, like right before the movie actually premiered, like in the nineties. And uh, <laughs> and jo- and John Leguizamo was talking about like Bob Hoskins. I guess Bob Hoskins did like both most of his stunts in the movie, and he was like, "Yeah, he's yeah. like doing this is like my favorite line from the whole thing. Like my my line of the show, like not." 
from the movie, but from the interview, was him being like, uh, yeah, Bob Hoskins was like, he's like doing these backflips on the mattresses and stuff. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, like he's doing backflips. Like I can't do backflips. He's like, I grew up on, I grew up on the streets, but I never backflipped. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's what, he, that's what he said. That was hilarious. Well, what was it? Up, what was up with that? No, he never when, had to backflip. When Mario just kind of like falls into the wall, you know, after Luigi jumps, like takes his leap of faith and jumps into the wall to go to the the underworld or whatever. Yeah. Mario like kind of like stumbles and falls, but then he like completely does like a front flip as he's falling into the wall. It doesn't really make any yeah, sense at all. That's but, probably part one like, of He's his, upside uh, down when he hits the, the yeah, wall. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Supposedly he like he's upside down. Yeah, supposedly he well, not to mention too. He didn't jump really. Like he didn't jump No, he the wall. stumbled. Like he like, fell. He stumbled and flipped. He's Mario. He's it's the one thing that he does. He didn't jump. He yeah. stumbled and flipped. Yeah. Oh yeah, he says very early on he's like I'm afraid of heights. It's like what Mario's afraid of heights. No. Not, it doesn't work. I hope they uh you know like like in the Super Mario RPG one uh, RPG games. I always thought it was funny like especially the first one they would talk about like how strong his legs are and stuff like that. I really yeah. hope they incorporate that into the new Mario movie when they actually do it because that was like good writing I thought where they're actually like oh yeah look his legs are so <laughs> strong or like or like the stuff where they're like hey bro, prove you're Mario and then he'll like jump once and they're like oh yeah you're Mario like that stuff's way funnier than this movie but this movie's like the complete opposite of all that you know it's not really trying to be joyless. like be charming and like witty or anything like that it's just like yeah I don't know what they like I said I don't really what they were going for maybe they were trying to pull a little bit. Like I said probably a little bit from Turtles, a little bit from Terminator, maybe, but just a weird, strange the, thing. The that compromises really, that were made, though, yeah. like I don't, know, I don't know if you call them. I call them compromises because they weren't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But like you made like Spike and Iggy, so yeah, that's cool. They they were the so Koopalings. Got, well, Spike but they were actually but... his cousins in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have we have one Koopaling. You have Iggy. That's it. I mean Spike is a character, but he's a different different character. Oh, you're right. Yeah, but, but uh, is so. What I was curious about is that dude from Power Rangers. I don't know. One of those two dudes? I don't know. One of the two guys, uh, the one that played, uh, I can't remember if he was Iggy or Spike, but. So one of the dudes is the the parking attendant from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, who goes and steals the car and goes on a joyride. Okay. The other guy is uh, Fisher Stevens, who's been in, he's actually a pretty um, respected actor. Yeah, Fisher Stevens I've seen. See, uh, Fisher Stevens was in Hackers. He was in Short Circuit. I think I know him from Short Circuit. Yeah. Oh, Short Circuit. Yeah, that's the one I recognize him from. And he he was the guy that, uh, like the I guess there was like the skinny and the bigger guy in Short Circuit. No, no, in this Fisher Stevens. Yeah, that's the guy I'm looking at right now. That's what I was thinking of. He was the one that didn't have like the half. It was like he had that. Uh, he had the bowl cut, except the front of it was cut off, and it's like the front of his head was bald. He had like one of the worst. They had like some of the worst hairdos of all time. Like uh, like Bowser, like his like dinosaur esque hairdo. We were talking about this earlier, but he reminded yeah. he reminded me a lot of the of the dad from the show Dinosaurs, which also predated this this movie. Uh-huh. Like he had the same like ridges on his head, and maybe like oh let's make him look like that dinosaur puppet. I mean, because that was ninety one and this was ninety three, so like it amazed me like all this stuff that had already come out before that, you know, especially like both the turtles like ninety and ninety one, like one after another. You know, it's crazy. But uh, it's one I thing know. I noticed in this movie. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the score pretty much never stops. Is it there? I don't even remember anything remarkable out of the score. But well, it's, it's, not, was, it's not remarkable. The score is not it's remarkable, just, but yeah, not remarkable. It's just, it's just, it just never stops. There's never mm. like a pause. Yeah, there's and no like to dead me, that's, time. That's or, always yeah. a sign of a poorly 
uh, constructed movie when you need to rely on the score to tell the audience what to feel all the time. Oh, so you don't like any of the Star Wars movies? Because <laughs> all of those are score the whole time. <laughs> you don't think through. that was a genius way of like being like, yo, this is a, like a video game because there's always music playing in a video game. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it could have been it. I don't know. <laughs> there was some like kind of chip toony stuff in there at times or like some little effects. Some they threw like, in some you know. nods, audio sounds from the uh, from the games and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I remember one time they were using some kind of machine, like an ATM or whatever. And then you put uh, your card in, it's like the one up like, noise. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like there are a lot of missed opportunities though. Like I didn't watch, I didn't get to watch finish the movie all the way through before we started doing this. But I made it like halfway. But I was at the part where they were like in the car, where Mario gets in the car and he somehow knows how to drive, even though he's never driven one of those but uh, oh yeah i had a I like all down, these... there was like a, definitely a motorola like mm-hmm. product placement there like why yeah. was the dashboard motorola when they were under underground because there's motorola in, in, in a different, different places yeah. yeah yeah there's motorola there too no but... motorola has already bridged the two dimensions <laughs> yeah cool. they would cool. already they're already like I mean, they're or the that 65 million year old technology. <laughs> I mean, they're the real. We thought they're the real evil. It's not Koopa. It's Motorola. <laughs> no, uh, there's a part when he's driving around and there's like signs that, that says like Koopa River and like whatever desert. And it's like they could have at least put like Soda Lake or like the desert from Mario yeah, Koopa 3. Koopa Desert. Or they could have. Yeah, they could have at least like um, made some references or like Sahastra Land, wherever Daisy's from in the game. Yeah. You know, they could bring her back to voice Daisy in the new one if they wanted. I mean, she played a, she was in the Punisher, the, the Thomas Jane movie. I was like, I saw her in a couple of like Law and Order Special Victims Unit episodes too, but she's still been doing shit. The, the, the Daisy girl, you know, I think she's in more stuff than John Leguizamo. I don't really see him in much. I think the last thing I saw him in was Land of the Dead. He stays busy. I know he's like, he's got a stage show and that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's still working. Who, John Leguizamo? Yeah. Yep. As long as he's not making like House of Bug and like reboot or anything like that. Did you ever watch no, that god awful so. show that he was on in the? 90s? I forgot about that. I, I'm sure you did because it was like one of the worst sketch shows I've ever seen. So bad. There was another thing in that interview where he was talking about like how how like the kids would ask him to like autograph his name as Luigi because they didn't care about him. Like if he put like John Leguizamo on there, <laughs> they'd be like give it back to him and be like no put Luigi on there because they just wanted him to be the character from the game. <laughs> Which I think is funny. They cared more about the actual Luigi than him. Which and it was weird because I think the in, the interview I was watching, he had a mustache, but he didn't have one in the movie. Like, where's what happened to his mustache? I mean, they they should both have mushrooms. <laughs> and of course, we so have, you can grow one, but you didn't. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he had one like after they had shot it, but he didn't do it for the movie. What the fuck, man? Yeah, why does Luigi have to like have a backwards cap? I don't know because he's got to be cool, man. He's got to be the one that the kids like relate to and shit. Because Mario's got, you know, it, he doesn't quite have the Mario hat, but it's similar. It's a, it's a, a beret. Is but there still? I mean, it's more. Uh, it seems more classic. And then Luigi can't even wear his with the brim facing forward. Yeah. Is there any mention? I thought it was disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Is there any mention? I know, like, there's like uh, Daisy's mom like drops her off at the orphanage and all that. But there, is there any mention of her name? Do they call her like Toadstool or anything like that? Or is there any sort of no? They just sign of peach or toadstool in the movie whatsoever you know they did here this is weird they they did bother to have mario's girlfriend in there but they didn't bother to make it princess peach 
I know, right? Yeah, the, that girl. Yeah. When uh, Daisy is in there with all the other women that got kidnapped because apparently they don't understand that like women look different in uh, in the in the other world. Because yep. remember, they tried to kidnap Mario's girlfriend because they thought she was like a shapeshifter or something like that. Because yeah. they're idiots. But it, that part actually kind of reminded me of Wind Waker. <laughs> you know, remember where like uh, Ganon goes and kidnaps all the kids, all like the young girls, like trying to find yeah. the Princess Zelda. Like it totally. I was like. Man, maybe that inspired uh, Wind Waker from that. Probably not. Or like when what's his face, uh, King Herod had like all the firstborn kids killed. Well, trying yeah, to kill Jesus. I guess it goes all the way back to that. <laughs> but but it, remind, <laughs> it reminded me of Wind Waker before the Bible. <laughs> it reminded me of my Bible, the Wind Waker, not not the, not the real one. <laughs> but yeah, same sort of thing. They're just taking everybody. <laughs> your your Bible got remastered and re-released. I hope it gets made on Switch too. Hey, it's real pretty. It's a real pretty game. <laughs> That's a good one. What do you guys have? Any other thoughts about what do you about think about what do you think you about got? the fact that the co- all the cop cars are essentially bumper cars? Like they're running on this like above. You know, they've got like the basically bumper. Oh yeah, cars, they have you know the connector. Yeah, like they have trailing. the weird. They have the weird antenna thing coming off of them. Because I was looking at that, I'm like, what is that connected to? Is it connected to anything? Is there a reason for that? Yeah. Is somebody the controlling it with a remote somewhere? In the underground world, like they they had like a weird braking system that deployed so that it, the cop car wouldn't mm-hmm. slam into the station. Like yeah. these things came out of the ground and, ca- and like caught a band or something. It's like what? What was what? Yeah, I don't understand. So they've got some kind of advanced, but not advanced steampunk, but more like craft yeah. uh, punk, <laughs> like craft work with rubber <laughs> bands and stuff. Sorry, that was almost a, yeah, yeah. But uh, I would say the, uh, that's the reason that it's so much crime is because all their cops are on a tether. They are, and they've got like plastic spikes on their out- outfit. Just like go over there and do mm-hmm. your crime. The cops mm-hmm. can't get you. Well, I mean, you can get arrested for singing anti-Koopa songs, I guess, because because uh, Toad is a is a minstrel in this movie. For I didn't really understand that either. Like, I don't remember him ever really playing any music in the games. But that oh, was yeah, it. Uh, yeah, Toad's like the uh, the anti-establishment uh, folk singer guy. Yeah, right. That was weird too. They didn't give him a little beanie. You see the little beanie on his head? Oh, yeah. he shaved into his head. Yeah, the the spiral. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has the spiral because everybody has weird hairdos, and he had like the spiral do. But then when he got turned into the lizard thing, then he became, you know, then then he had, then it was like part of his skin now. It like went back, it went, became his scales or whatever. But Yoshi was in there. I remember seeing Yoshi in there and being like, okay, well, there's, a, I mean, at least, oh, at least Yoshi's a dinosaur. Actually, I think the one thing that was, that was game correct was the fucking bomb was like Bobum. That was yeah, the only the thing. The bomb was the best part of the movie. That was the only thing I looked at. And I was like, oh wait, that actually looks like a bomb. You know, but and the bomb was bill like in there too. The what? Yeah, they had a bullet bill in there too. But it I was, didn't see was the small. actual bullet bill. He put it into a gun. I think it was like a flare or something like that. Oh, okay, uh, like a flare I gun. saw there was a bullet bill like. Uh, there was like a bullet bill sign for like a bar or something. Well, there's a sign for Thwomp. There's a Thwomp bar. So well, that's Thwomp Stomps. I don't know if that's a bar. I think it might be a, a, a shoe because it shows like shoes on the oh. sign. Yeah, well, it just, uh, yeah, wouldn't it be weird if there oh, was. Oh, uh, Bullet Bill. Yeah, it just says Bullet Bills, but it looks like it's a club because there's like a long line of people standing outside. Oh, uh, wouldn't it be weird? And then there's if like there a Hammer a... Brothers tattoos that they show too. I would love it if there was a place called Crazy Caps in there that we just didn't know about and we saw it this time. You know, from Odyssey, and like they they had like secretly taken it from that <laughs> from the old movie. He didn't put it in the new game. Oh, yeah, in case anybody cares, Mario's girlfriend's name is Daniela. So they, you know, they didn't even try to make it video game. Not even Pauline. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's not. Uh, she has no reference to anybody. It's just. But um, she she ends up being you know pretty cool. 
at first you're thinking like they're kind of like painting her to be like kind of dumb because she doesn't understand the, about dinosaur fossils. <laughs> she when she's talking to Daisy at first, but then you're like, oh wait, she's just like a really nice lady like, who wants to like save everybody. Mm. She does cool stuff. Yeah, she, she does. Like, eats all the girls out or whatever when they save them. She does. Which, that. which there's another thing I thought about when they jump back through that. If you remember that wall when they jumped into it to get to dinosaur land, like it was kind of precarious. But they just send all the ladies through it like, yeah, it's no big deal. Just jump through that wall. Mm-hmm. They could have like fallen down that pit on the other side. Yeah, well, they don't care. 25 years of the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie. How about that? It's not really. I yet. really, I, I, I watched this kind of hard. I took a lot of notes. And then I, about halfway yeah, through did. it, I was like, oh my God, I can't keep taking so many notes. Yeah. Um, compared to, I mean, we did our we did our 100th episode about the wizard, you know, and it, this is like so like the other side of the coin for the wizard. The wizard, I actually think is an enjoyable movie and I like watching it. If, you know, but this mm. one's kind of like, it's like really drags and it's almost like two hours. Like, at least the wizard's only like an hour and yeah. 20 minutes, you know, at least they knew yeah. to make it short. It has some and fun, fun in it. And like, oh, yeah, there's fun in it. There's yeah. like, there's good lines. Like, it's, it's, you know, like Fred Savage has good stuff, like Christian Slater does too. You know, it's all, it's kind of more comedy and it's a lot more enjoyable. And you could say stuff like, it's, it's fully quotable, you know, like he touched my breasts and like the right. power glove and all that stuff. Like, there's really nothing like that <laughs> in, uh, in, in the Super Mario Brothers movie. If I had to pick between the two of them, I definitely pick the wizard. Those two but... movies have breasts in common, I guess. Yeah. One of them's obviously. He touched my breasts and then Mario touched Bertha's breasts. Yeah. With yeah, his face. Yeah, I really loved how they, uh, they captured my favorite part from the first Mario game when Bertha gives Mario his boots and helps him jump <laughs> high in the later levels. That's like she didn't try to like swallow him whole in Mario three or anything. Yeah, it, it really. That's what they were doing. He was yeah. being swallowed whole by her breasts. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Wow, it was video a, game reference. Yeah, kind of. So I was trying off. to find. Yeah, I was trying to find video game references here. Just like stretch. I was going for stretches. Mm. Uh, one of them I thought was you know uh, the end of the movie when you're. Uh, when you're see when i think of mario doing something i think it's yeah, i put myself in this perspective <laughs> yeah when mario was sort of kind of fighting koopa at the end when koopa was in that basically he landed in this like cement mixer looking thing and he just was there for the rest of the movie <laughs> pretty much he went to a the other dimension for a second and then came back to that thing but uh it kind of reminded me of uh when you fight bowser on the on the chandelier at Mar- in mario party or the first mario rpg yeah yeah well, that I mean, that's that part's cooler too. But <laughs> yeah, or it even was kind of like maybe supposed to be like Koopa's clown car in Mario World, which had happened before that. But yeah, Mario World was out by then. Well, the Super Nintendo was out by this time because it came out in '91, and uh, right, and Yoshi was in there as a, obviously as a nod. Yeah, I can't believe how late it came. Like it, it feels like it should have been something that came out. Well, I guess we already had the Wizard for that, but it feels like something should have come out like around that time, like after the Wizard or like Mario Three release time. Did yeah. you notice there were Sniffits in it? No, I didn't see any Sniffits. Sniffits were the things that were pretty much Jawas. Oh wait, you mean like the guys who have like the the leather masks on their faces? Yeah, oh, those okay. are Sniffits. Yeah, and Mario like puts a plunger on them. <laughs> in yeah, the one part. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering. I didn't even. I didn't even put that together. I didn't even piece that that was supposed to be a snippet. Well, they say yeah. like there's some snippets after uh, Iggy and Spike become intelligent. Oh, okay. Get, I mean, what's what's a snippet? What's that? Is that from two Mario or? two? Yeah, they're like shy guys, but they're the ones with like the big noses and they shoot bullets shoot out of their bullets. nose. Oh, those dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like snippets. They're, they're they're funny. They have a funny name. And for some reason, at the beginning, I'm just kind of all over the place here. But That's speaking fine. of the evolving or devolving chair that they put people in. Yeah, you know, they either turn you into a Goomba 
or they can evolve you, I guess. Yep, there's a sniffet. There's a sniffet. For some reason, like at the beginning when they first meet Koopa, well, first off, he pretends like he's a lawyer at first. I'm not really sure why he did that. Yeah, he calls himself like uh, something Larry with an L. Larry Lazard of Lazard Lazard <laughs> dot, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Condidactyl uh, and Cohen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because which I wonder to, if I wonder if that was an improv line. It had to have been. Yeah, wanted to throw in some uh, funny dinosaur jokes or whatever. Blah blah blah. Congo dinosaur. Blah blah. And, yeah. and Cohen, you know, to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what he was trying to convince them in. And what's up with the? Uh, so we didn't even mention. So like Daisy has this necklace with a rock on it that she's protecting. That's like the big whatever. The uh, whatever MacGuffin. You the MacGuffin, yeah, that's what they're looking for. It's like the Dark Crystal. Yeah. That's, well, it, do they put it back in there and like destroy everything? Yeah. Like okay, yeah. Except it's a lot less freaky. Like at least the characters aren't like scary like Dark Crystal. Even the heroes are scary in that movie. But uh, yeah, that's like the big thing that they're protecting and they're trying to find. And and I swear that uh, when we were watching it, Jess was like, "That's got to be a different rock." Because like I feel like a few of the few of the takes, it looks completely different. Like from one to another. Like at the beginning, it looks bigger. Oh right, yeah. It looks bigger, but when they're in the actual dimension, it looks like smaller. When Bertha gets it, it looks like a different rock. They probably just used before. different ones. Well, and we're like kids aren't going to notice. Well, they probably had a few. Bertha you know? didn't want to wear the giant, like, 10-pound rock around her neck. <laughs> she didn't want to use the, wear the Stone of Agony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It would, dude, I wish they would have, it would have been kind of cool if they did, like, some early uh, Nintendo crossover stuff. If there was, like, there was, like, some guy named Link in there that could have thrown in the background <laughs> at one point. Yeah, but that would have meant that you had to actually, like, care about the movie. Yeah. Or about well the games. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this: like, like, what do you think? I mean, what do you think they could change about the movie? I know there's a lot that needs to be changed, but what do you think that they could have done to make you more interested in it? I mean, I guess aside from like completely change the setting, completely com- completely yeah. revamp the whole thing, which is basically what you have to do and make it a different movie. But you know, say so they can still go to the parallel world, okay? But here, here's a here's a thought: it's the one from Mario. <laughs> what? Yeah. So they go to this parallel world, kind of in a similar way. Except it's, you know, mm. it's actually the one from the Mario games. And that's what I would watch. Yeah, well, uh, granted, I mean, you have to realize they didn't have a whole lot of budget. I think uh, I looked it up. They, I think they shot it for like $40 million, and they only made $20 million out of it. Yeah, so they, they only got half. Back. So it totally bombed. But still, I mean, I don't know what, I guess maybe in 93 that was a lot. But I don't think they had the budget. But even if they like just went out to an open green field somewhere, that <laughs> yeah, would right. better than... <laughs> yeah. It's, Whatever they came up with, have well, it brightly lit, have more colorful costumes, less, you know, gross out humor. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure it was a soundstage. That had to have been a soundstage they were on, and they just built everything around that. I don't think that was an actual location. Yeah, I remember hearing uh, that they actually did use old pieces of the set from Blade Runner. Oh, which is why it actually looks like like Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. It's, some of that stuff is recycled. I don't okay, know. Blade, does that make sense? I don't know. Blade Runner looks pretty though. Like their their effects look really yeah. good, and like well, the, these don't. The, the pieces were old by this point. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really. I like Blade Runner a lot, and I've seen it many times, and it, it didn't feel Blade Runner with me. It, it kind of like I said, it felt a little more turtles. But but yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe some of those. I guess I could see maybe some of those cars being a thing. But one thing we noticed when we were watching is like when they get put in that cop car. 
like their doors don't even work <laughs> they won't even shut like that's what jeff said like the uh you know the bar doors mm-hmm. they like to, they won't even close like they close them and they like open and then they just like put their hand <laughs> on it and like close it it's like all right it's like your cars don't even work right it's like yeah all right and there's some weird like animosity going on in uh in the mushroom kingdom where like everybody has tasers or something like that we're like Old ladies are just yeah, like the grandma are trying to steal shit from you or whatever, like whatever that was about. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. The, the grandma yeah. tries to rob them and then she gets attacked by Big Bertha, who for some reason just happens to be out and about, mm-hmm. not working her job at that time. And then she puts on her rocket boots and goes away. Yeah. Well, ben Ber- Big Bertha kind of like, uh, she does like a heel turn too, like where she, right. uh, her face turn, whatever you call it, where she like all of a sudden helps them. Like after they had that magical dance together, like her and Mario. Maybe that goes oh, back speaking, to uh, Mario's charm. That's why you have your middle name. Speaking of heel turns, did you did you catch the WWF reference in the movie? Oh yeah, where he was like, mm. she, he was like, Daisy was like, did you find whomever yet? I already forgot her name. And he's like, Daphne. Or, did, or yeah, what about Daniel? her? And he's like, oh, I was supposed to take her to WrestleMania. Oh or yeah, I promise yeah. I'd take her to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. So That's I guess weird. it's official. Mario and WWF slash WWE. Same universe. Well, but Lou Albano was a professional wrestler, so... Oh, there was another connection. Wow, yeah. There was already a thing with that, that because the whole, like, involvement of... Because uh, Cindy Lauper was involved with wrestling, like, because of Lou Albano. Like, that was a whole, like, thing, well, you know, trying to bring it all together, so... It was already there Oh, well, this before. is, like, kind of breaking my mind right now, because Mario <laughs> in the movie was saying that he's got to go to WrestleMania to see the wrestlers... Which include Lou Captain Albano. Lou Albano. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna see, see himself. himself. He's yeah. going to go get to WrestleMania and just have like his mind blown. He's going to see himself in the ring. And um, then the universe crazy. will explode. Yeah. So, what do you think is better, this or the Super Mario Bros. Super Show? Super Show, hands down. I mean, at least Super yeah. Show looks more like the characters, and there's a little bit more brightness to it. Even though, well, what about how about it this? It was fun. What about this versus the live action Lou Albano Super Show stuff, though? With all with Lou all Albano. The- yeah, well, even with all the awful sound effects and all that on there, still well, feels that's what like I'm saying. Super Mario and really, Brothers. really bad audio mixing. I almost feel like fun. Bob Hoskins was trying to channel that a little bit because um, he's very like complanatory, you know, and and they're struggling, they're broke, and like oh yeah, I don't know, he just he just like kind of reminds me a little bit of how Mario is in the Super Show, kind of more crass about you know being struggling plumbers. Mm, yeah and what what about the uh what about their like uh rivals i thought that was weird there's another plumber brothers scapelli or whatever it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is also they also own the um the yeah, construction the, company that's the, the scapelli trouble to daisy yeah yeah because weren't they the ones who like accidentally like broke a hole into another dimension or something like that they were running away yeah. like when they when they found that hole yeah they were they were constructing something at a construction site mm-hmm. and they found the bones and then the uh, university interceded and said we have x amount of time to work on this and they're like trying to hustle it along so they can build their building yeah what about uh so there so there's a cliffhanger cliffhanger ending at the end did you guys think there would actually be a super mario brothers 2 after that you know like i where, didn't care where they like come <laughs> where they like come through that warp and they're like hey uh, we gotta go to this place and yeah you, you they didn't even like, bother to come up with whatever the next story was going to be. It yeah. was just, she comes through the door with a gun. Yeah. Daisy does. And she says, you guys won't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. She'd be it's like, like clickbait. You guys. Yeah. Version. <laughs> yeah. 
You guys won't believe this. Mario's asleep and he's dreaming about weird shit. It's time you will to not go. believe these top ten things that Mario enjoyed doing. <laughs> well, I mean, I was trying to bring it into like the story of Mario too, and be like, dude, he's oh, asleep right. and he's dreaming about wart. You gotta go. We gotta go all work together and throw <laughs> mushrooms at stuff. Well, that would be too close to it, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like I can really say much more about this movie aside from it's not that enjoyable. But regardless, no. I do have a co- I mean, I have a copy of it. I got it for Christmas from my mom. So I did ask for it. But I like how in big letters on the back of it, it says eye popping special effects. It's like yeah. no game. It's, it's a, a live action thrill they, ride. They actually put popping instead of rolling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. I Which know. there are some practical effects, you know, and I got to say. I like practical effects, you know, of course, because they're they more of a novelty yeah. nowadays. They look better. But uh, yeah, the CGI was terrible. And yeah, the animation, like you said at the beginning, was weird. Making me question whether or not really the weird. video file was just really bad that I had, mm. to be honest. You know what the animation at the beginning looked like? It was like when you get those edutainment CD-ROMs. Mm-hmm. Uh. Like, I had these edutainment CD-ROMs like CDI, at my grandmother's house. Like, and it was Maybe the they only video game that, that, that she had. Mm. So, like, learn about dinosaurs and that kind of thing. Well, if That's you what ever, that looks yeah. like, exactly. Yep. Have you ever looked at the CDI cutscenes with, like, Zelda and, and, like, the Legend of Zelda game CDIs? It kind of reminds me of that, if you've seen, like, some of the... Yeah, it's comparable. Like, it's... It's it, yeah, it's like a darker colors and just kind of looks like somebody rubbed poop on everything, you know, one of those things. But uh, I, yeah. but I did, I heard that there were some trailers that for other stuff that they were about to work on later. Yeah, you know, like well, I heard, they, uh, I heard that they had some some projects coming up that they didn't get to because this one bombed. But I think right, John well, they, figured they out what it was for you know the Nintendo movie universe and. Uh, had a couple other ideas that they had. They had, had a, I with. feel like, yeah, I feel like they were kind of brave in some regards, getting like a little more gritty with the Mario universe because like the fans were growing up. And I, I will give them that at least uh, with this movie. This is true. But what did uh, what did you find for uh, what was working? What they were working on for the future of Nintendo? Yeah, movies? yeah. Some of these other uh, Nintendo movie trailers. Uh, well, uh, Nintendo movies uh, uh, plans, I should say, these pitches. There was uh, they were going to make a WarioWare movie. Did you know about that? No, I didn't. Was yeah, Wario War War even movie out? Is, I think it was. It was going to be a no, dramatic biopic <laughs> uh, about uh, Wario coming up through uh, uh, Silicon Valley and uh, making his his games. You know. He was sort of a uh, enigmatic, tough-minded figure, um, and uh, you know he died of cancer from eating too many uh, garlics. That's right. Nuts. He died of cancer from eating too many, too much garlic. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Is that what happened to him? <laughs> he refused to go see Doctor Krigor. I do remember that. <laughs> Doctor Krigor uh, was like, "I can save you. Get like, in my washing machine." He's like, "No, you can't." He's like, "Stop getting, stop eating Mona's pizza. It'll kill you." There was another one, another uh, sort of an indie goth romance kind of movie. Uh, it was called Snipper Clips. It was about two goth kids <laughs> in love who cut each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to go see. I want to go see F Zero, the movie starring Vin Diesel, so he can be like, "Hey, Pico, man, it's not about this race. It's about family." Pico, <laughs> P- Pico's the green alien that is in there. Whatever, nobody cares. But uh, <laughs> I would totally watch an F Zero movie with Vin Diesel in it, shot in the style of uh, Fa- Fast and the Furious. They could call it like I don't know, Fast Zero of the I don't know, something like that. Work it in there. <laughs> I would totally see that. There was another hot pitch. Did you guys hear about this one? No. There was another hot pitch. Uh, this was way ahead of the curve, way ahead of the whole superhero 
boom that's going on right now. Nintendo was on top of it in 1993. Unfortunately, the Mario Brothers movie bombed. This did not happen, but this was the pitch. They were going to make Captain Rainbow the worst Avenger. (laughs) He was the leader of a shitty superhero team of (laughs) B-level Nintendo characters. You're talking Tracy from uh, the, uh, the, the Game Boy Zelda game. You're talking about Tingle. You're and talking about the devil Becky. guy I'm glad from you uh, Devil Devil's World. They're all in there. Mm. And Becky's in there too, right? Becky's in there. <laughs> Pop- Becky's in there. Pocky and Rocky with Becky. She's also on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was a big one too. There was a, actually a, a big one. This one actually got pretty far into production, and uh, they made a trailer. Now the footage from the trailer was actually never, never. It, it did. It didn't make it. Unfortunately, yeah, it was destroyed. Shelled. But guys, big news! Yeah, I've got the script for the trailer right here. Oh, you found it? I well, found let's, it. Well, let's hear it. I found it. Wow, man! You sometimes you impress me how deep you dig, man. <laughs> I had to dig deep for this one. He's in California. Right this is a trailer for a Nintendo movie. He's in Los that Angeles. Was never made. There's just like leftover trailers hanging out all over the place. There, you can easily leftover find them. trailers. They're in every alley. Yeah. Just check, just check a dumpster, and you'll find a, a trailer for a movie <laughs> that was 25 years old. Buckle in for this one. All right, interior basement warehouse night. Bare knuckles smash against a face, knocking teeth to the ground. Oh, a fighter comes on in voiceover. We lived for the fight. A crowd of sweaty, shirtless men surrounds two brawlers going head-to-head. Brothers in blood, our passion was smashing heads. But urban living had no room for our breed of champion. (laughs) Nice. Police flood in and break up the fight. Outside the city, nighttime, the fighter stands beside his buddy. He leans over an edge, looking down on the city skyline. With a cigarette in his mouth, he struggles to ignite a lighter, flicking it to no avail. Cops are onto us. Underground fighting is dead. So we took up arms, and we punched our way out. Way out! Fighter looks to his friend. He looks at the city skyline, he gets an idea. Who said the fight has to be underground? What do you mean? The fighter pulls a cord, a flame shoots down from above. Lighting the cigarette in his mouth, the camera pulls out to reveal they're in a hot air balloon. Fast food joint, fighter and several other tough guys sit around the table. A fight in the sky, no man's land, no man's rules. Outside a grocery store parking lot, a mother walks away from a car with her kids. A man falls from the sky and crashes onto her car. She runs toward a nearby police officer. Officer! Officer! A man just... Another man falls and smashes onto the police officer. He's dead. She looks up to the sky and screams. Outside in the field, daytime, the fighter suits up with a parachute and a backpack. He lowers goggles over (laughs) his eyes. He pumps furiously on an air pump. And suddenly, two giant red balloons appear from his backpack. The balloons yank him up into the sky. He joins an airborne army of competitors. There are so many. It looks like a reverse D-Day invasion of combatants shooting up into the sky. Miles above the clouds, the fighter flaps his arms and charges at at an enemy. He grabs him from behind and snaps his neck. Two enemies speed toward the fighter. 
and he deftly dodges out of the way. They collide and become wrapped in each other's cords. They are decapitated. A huge, muscle-bound enemy charges at the fighter, grabs a nearby bird. The fighter grabs a nearby bird. He hurls it straight through the guy's heart. Three enemies surround the fighter, close in on him. It's all over until the fighter kicks his heels together. Blades pop out of his shoes. He tornado kicks all of their balloons, sending them down to their deaths. The fighter wipes their blood from his eyes. My name is Brad Loon Man. I fight, I fly, you die. Lightning strikes through the clouds. Behind the fighter, the clouds turn blood red and form the title, Balloon Fight. Wow. That, 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 was, like, that was like the whole... A guy laughs at Brad. So, Brad, you think you got the balloons for this? Brad chuckles. Suddenly, he grabs the guy's beer from his hands, pumps an air pump. Out pop two balloons. He shoots up through the ceiling and escapes into the sky. Motherfucker! Guy 2 and his cronies inflate their balloons and follow him up into the clouds. Cut. The end. That was like the whole movie in trailer form. They, they, they used to make a lot longer trailers back then. <laughs> so that was... That a, was it. Yeah, well, I mean, I actually, at the beginning, I thought that they were going for Urban Champion, because uh, they did say Urban and Champion uh-huh. in there. So I was like, oh, Urban Champion, the movie? You, I thought that, too. Punch somebody into, a, in, into, the, into the pothole, but no balloon fight i'd watch a balloon fight movie <laughs> as long as uh <laughs> as long as you get eaten by those uh monsters at the bottom yeah the, they they decided like right from mario they just go straight to balloon fight because that's the big yeah, the other yeah, big yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't have i any, don't think they've milked that franchise it's, enough it's like they don't have any other big franchises they could have gone to other than balloon fight i mean there's no, no it was balloon fight was the next one you know I mean, oh incidentally urban champion is on that 21 uh, game thing i have oh of course it is oh no wait i, I thought you were saying the i thought you were saying that it was on the uh, nintendo online service i was like of course it is yeah there it is they clenched their knuckles and hit each other in the face whatever so yeah that would have been a great movie to see balloon fight um it's a shame unfortunately mario, mario movie tanked and yeah. we'll never see the balloon fight movie yeah but i mean you heard the, the writing di- was Sounded like it was far better in that movie than the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> it was very descriptive, and there was a lot of clenching and uh, balloons and people dying and whatnot and throwing birds through other people. I totally watch it, but uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're about at our at our limit for this episode. But it's the best way. It's a great way to go out. I don't know. I don't know how to overdo that one. That uh, that balloon fight's pretty much the best the best ending. But you know, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Litter. And uh, you know, you can find us online at nintendomainpodcast.com. Uh, download our podcast from all the podcatchers. You can send us uh, email Nintendo Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, you can review our show on iTunes or wherever else. Um, you know, you can find our stuff on YouTube, YouTube dot com slash Fingmater or Twitch TV slash Nintendo Main Podcast. We do streams every Thursday after uh, every every Thursday evening, like three Central. Um, we do Splatoon stuff two a.m. Friday night, Sunday morning. Central Time, and uh, I do Sunday retro stuff as well. You can check all that out. And uh, other than that, uh, keep playing Nintendo games, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. See you later. Balloon fight. <laughs> Chalo, rock, roll, 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 roll
Love is the drug I've been thinking, or something like that. 